Tomasa Ciampa seems to be the last remnant of the old NXT as he retained his championship over Braun Breaker at Halloween Havoc. Having said that, he's the only person that did retain his championship. I'm Ryan Joy and I run MinutesToBellTime.com, a website database tracking pro wrestling from around the world. On today's show, we're going to cover down on last night's episode of Halloween Havoc. We also have some of the major headlines in wrestling. John Smith is in the house and this is the Daily Wrestling News Show for October 26, 2021, where we sort through all the bullshit in wrestling news to find you the truth. All right, John, here we are. We're back. It's <laughs> I last spoke to you, and then I took a four-day vacation. When I come back, basically, Impact has turned over their entire championship Uh all their championships changed hands, and then NXT I watched last night, and they changed all their titles too. So I don't know what's going on, except for the one that really mattered. And yeah. you know what? Let me let me throw this over my shoulder right now because I am still the NXT guru. Okay, <laughs> I you all took Raquel, I took Mandy. You all <laughs> took Braun Breaker, I took Tommaso. So uh, it's not like I didn't go perfect, but you know what? Nobody saw Imperium winning yesterday. So no, no, everybody thought Misk would win that match, and they didn't. <laughs> so. Yeah. All right. So yes, I went on vacation for four days. I went on the Jericho cruise. I was gone from Thursday to Monday. While I was gone, Diana Perazzo lost the Knockouts Championship to Mickey James. Jordan Grace won the new Digital Media Championship. Havoc and Rosemary lost the Knockouts Tag Titles to the Inspiration. Trey Miguel won the Vega X Division Championship. Christian Cage lost the Impact World Championship to Josh Alexander. Josh Alexander lost the Impact World Championship to Moose. Xavier Woods won King of the Rings. Zelina Vega is the Queen of the Ring, or whatever they call it. And even the Second Gear Crew in GCW lost their tag titles to the Briscoes. So the landscape has totally changed. I watched one live show. The first one I watched back is Halloween Havoc. Io Shirai and Zoe Stark lose the tag titles to Toxic Attraction. MSK loses the tag titles to Imperium. Raquel Gonzalez loses the NXT Championship to Mandy Rose. And as mentioned, lead story, Braun Breaker doesn't get the job done. He's the one guy I picked to be to, to, to take the championship. And he doesn't get it done. So, what the heck? You know what? He he didn't come out looking weak, though. You know, it took a no. lot to put him down. He had, he kicked out of the Willow's Bell after the DDT on the concrete. You know, then he had to take, what, three of those last shot knees or whatever he calls them, and then another Willow's Bell. And he got busted open the hard way in the process, it seemed. So, you know what? He comes out even stronger than he was before the match, even though he lost, in my opinion. You know, it's funny um... – on the on the minister bell time conversation thread in the group last night there was some there was a little bit back and forth talking about again why they don't just call him steiner because they opened the show and chucky uh from child's play or whatever the new show is that they have chucky calls him the puppy-faced gremlin he comes out with a siren as if he's got steiner um I, he did a frankensteiner last night and they called it that they didn't call it a hurricane rana so they they're everybody knows they know and they still doing the he was doing the dog bark too yes yeah yeah exactly oh part of his um and part of his theme um you know this it starts with the siren and then when it kicks into the music there's like the the barking in the back too yeah so so it's they've done a lot a lot to uh for like an homage so to speak 
but they just stopped short of calling him Steiner. I, I, I guess that's only because they don't have the name trademarked. Oh, that's not their real last name. I was not aware. Oh no, the the real last name, believe it, is Rex Steiner. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know why WWE has like stops just short of calling Braun Breaker Steiner, but right, it's been a point of contention. I gotta ask, what did you think when Tommaso Ciampa came out with that war paint on? Did you change your mind? I I did a little bit. Like I was like, oh no, maybe he's he's dressed to fight. Maybe he's gonna get it done, and he did. So, but I I don't know. I thought for sure. I I called it three weeks ago that I thought he was gonna win the championship. But I also yeah. said he'll be on the main roster by the time we get to WrestleMania. So maybe this loss will be on SmackDown to you know Friday. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> so, um, but I mentioned all those other title changes too, and we should we should talk about this. MSK losing those tag titles to Imperium. They talked about Walter in a promo earlier in the night. I thought he might come out. Gary mentioned that last night on EWP that Walter might make an appearance to help them win. Um, and they did, but I was, they're kind of old guard too, though. So it's kind of weird that, you know, Imperium picked that up, picked those titles up when uh, all the titles changed. It wasn't like they all went to the new, the new crew. Yeah. It's very curious. I don't, it, maybe they want to transition them to a face tag team and they didn't want to have MSK versus a face. Um, yeah. I mean, but still, I mean, they won clean. I mean, it was a lumberjack match. So clean is whatever anyway, but um no chicanery so uh, yeah where are they going with this i'm i'm very confused about it also those lumberjacks were not good lumberjacks <laughs> like the no, guy, didn't they like, leave <laughs> well all four guys come out of the ring and they're supposed to like beat them up and throw them back in instead they part <laughs> they part so somebody can do a dive you know like they, they get out of the way and then there was one spot where uh Wentz, i can't think of <laughs> Carter, I think his name is Nash Carter. Yeah, Nash Carter. Yeah, he went to do a cutter off the top rope. And the only reason you would ever do a move like that is if you had people to catch you. And again, they parted and let him fall flat on his back. <laughs> Ground. Yeah, so, they need to have lumberjack class at the PC this yes, week. Yes. Um, so we had that. Uh Io Shirai and Zoe Stark. Uh, reluctant tag team partners to begin with. They lose their tag titles to Toxic Attraction in the opener. This was a ladder match. There's a lot of a lot of missed spots here, but in the end, you got Gigi and JC uh, at the top of the ladder. Now, it's interesting. You only have to apparently unstrap one belt to get the to win the match. <laughs> yeah, apparently, but I mean, let, let's not let's not gloss over the fact that Io Shirai almost freaking died. Yeah. Okay. And the only way, the only reason she didn't is because she's a freaking awesome wrestler slash athlete. Like she had, she was not falling the right way at all. But then if you look last second, she lands flat on her back on that ladder. Yeah. Like she totally protected herself, even though she was about to die. Yeah. I think most, if most of the other women in that match would have been severely hurt if they took that yeah. fall. Like Gigi would have went like through the ladder, like a pencil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, apparently, though, she was okay after the show. She was, you know, checked out backstage, and she's okay. So good for you, you know. Yeah. Do you think that was supposed to be a, a breakable ladder, and it wasn't, or do you think she just wasn't heavy enough to break the ladder? Maybe I, it might be. It, 
I would think that they'd want the ladder to break, but she also didn't hit it in such a way that she would like land on it with all of her weight. Like you mentioned, she yeah. kind of hit it at, like the back of her shoulders and then she kind of rolled off. So yeah. Um, Raquel Gonzalez losing to Mandy Rose. That one bug, bugs me. I know you, you picked it. You picked it right out and said, yep, Mandy Rose, she's the one who's going to take down Raquel. Um, and I should have known when we started talking on EWP last night about Dakota Kai being potentially the the person who's getting rebranded or the reflection of the moon type of comment or whatever she made. But she was the masked person. And she did. She took that's the only way Raquel was going to lose that belt. And I guess that's how it came about. So Yeah, so now we're gonna get the blood feud where Dakota gets to come out on top mm-hmm. finally. And then right. you know that it's gonna be nice to have a, a women's champion that's not like all oh, dominant and feared and can't lose. It's gonna be nice to have like a like a cheating, like like a honky tonk man type of champion as the women's <laughs> champion for once, you know, like we always just like you look back through the lineage, you know. I'm not going to name them all. Like, the only one you could pick out is like Ember Moon, that wasn't like this dominant, feared women's champion. So, I, I, yeah. I like I like to see something different, right? Your Shayna Baszler's and your Asuka, yeah, but long, 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 long title reigns, and then Raquel, too. Um, yeah, Kyrie, Kyrie Sane, I'll throw her out there as somebody who who didn't, didn't hold the title very long, but yeah, right, but you're right. This, We'll see. Maybe maybe it's a transition too. Maybe Mandy doesn't hold it long. Maybe she's they're going to go to another new new face. Maybe Lash Legend will be champion before we're not. We know it. Who knows? <laughs> uh, Solo Sokoa making his debut on the show last night. He looks just like Jimmy and Jay Uso, and the crowd chanted Uso at him. So uh, he beat up uh, LA Knight. Stepped away, but he beat up. Uh, What's his name? <laughs> Grayson Waller. Grayson Waller, yeah. I have a feeling that Grayson Waller was supposed to be his opponent, and they had to call the audible with the whole L.A. Knife being late, and they threw a Grayson Waller in as the host and then just had him get beat up instead. Because we were supposed to have a match, weren't we? Didn't they advertise a match? Yeah, they said he was going to debut. Oh, so okay. I think people considered him to be in action, but I guess that was close enough. So whatever, you know? Um, we also had Joe Gacy defeated Malik, Malik Blade and Roderick Strong defeated Odyssey Jones. Those were unadvertised matches that we got. Um, it's curious, also curious again, Roderick Strong beating Odyssey Jones. I, I felt like Jones was going to be the guy they were one of the guys that they were really, really pushing hard. I didn't think he'd be losing so quickly, um, especially to Roddy, who was old guard. So, was it a clean finish? I didn't get to see the end of that match or maybe i just wasn't paying attention well it it was clean there wasn't like a uh there wasn't like a weapon or anything but one of the creeds or both of the creeds jumped up on the apron so odyssey had to get distracted and stuff so i guess it's probably just going to be a long-term thing it's probably odyssey's first major feud is him versus the whole diamond mine maybe he'll even like beat them one on four at one point yeah okay one on three i mean one on three (laughs) on the subject of diamond mind uh Kushida and Ikimanjiro dressed up as the Creed Brothers yes. <laughs> through this show. <laughs> and I wouldn't have known if they didn't make some reference to it. Because <laughs> they I don't think I've seen the Creed Brothers with headgear. Or do do they have headgear? I don't know. Uh that's a good question. I don't think so. 
I I think we would uh, I would know if they did. I you think know, it's like Josh out. Alexander wears headgear. Like we right. know it, you know. Yeah. I think they might have come out with it once, and maybe then they dropped it. But um, yeah, I don't. So I don't know. But anyway, Kushida and Jiro dressed up, dressing up as the Creed brothers was kind of comical. So um, we had that, and then for the second year in a row, we had Dexter's haunted house. Uh, but this time it was a lot more campy because, uh, I mean, it's hard to, I mean, last year was campy too with Cameron Grimes running through and getting attacked by zombies throughout the entire house. But I think the tone was a little different. Like last year they were a lot more creepy and tried to be kind of scary with it or whatever. And this year it was just like comedy the entire time with Johnny Gargano and Dexter watching from cameras and stuff. So you got kind of like the behind the scenes view with those guys. Yeah, line of the night. It was, yeah, I whole owned the crap out of this place. (laughs) (laughs) Cameras everywhere. And then Dexter Loomis said. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Thumbs up. Nothing. For those of you on audio, I just gave a thumbs up. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Um, Next week on NXT, Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams are going to face off against Gargano and Loomis in a tag team match playa. So we have that lined up. Also, Tony D'Angelo will be on Lashing Out with Lash Legend. I wonder if she's still looking for Mark the Producer. Uh, And then Cameron Grimes will enter Duke Hudson's poker room. Apparently, Duke Hudson's going to try to take all of uh, Cameron Grimes' money. He will be successful in taking a nice chunk of it, I think. And Cameron Grimes will be you know, Ted DiBiase, but about uh, but about him instead. Duke Hudson. About yeah. Duke Hudson, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe Cameron Grimes will also find himself a lady friend at uh, at in the poker room because that's that's all he wants now. He can't find, you know money can't buy love, I guess. Yeah, I'm sure he might. Uh, he's got cocktail waitresses that'll be walking around or something. There you go. There you go. Um, uh, so overall, what do you think of Halloween Havoc? I mean, it's the first big show from NXT 2.0. Um, I thought all the matches were really good, except for the two like throwaways that we got that weren't even scheduled. I mean, those were just like standard everyday NXT matches. But the the four championship matches was a, yeah, all four were championship matches, right? Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. We had six um, overall and, and four right. championship matches. Yep. Yeah, the four championship matches were all solid. Um, my, I would, which one's my favorite? I would probably say the uh, Imperium MSK. They had the most solid match, and I mean they they nobody saw the ending coming. So you know, good on them. And I mean, besides the Lumberjacks, you know they they left much to be desired. But the what, the action in the ring was was great. And nice long run for MSK. You know, they deserved it. And now they can move on and, and show us what they got without the belts on them. Yeah. I, I think for me, I, I would give give the match the night to Breaker and Ciampa. Um, yeah. Breaker, I think, well, you mentioned, like, he's still strong after the loss. I, I think I think so, too. And I think he's just a matter of time, right? I, like, he didn't get it done tonight, but I think he will pretty soon. And he seems to have built a little following and they're putting a lot of effort behind the homage to the Steiner brothers without actually, uh, without actually naming it as such. So I like it. And he got busted open the hard way. Like you said, a little color in the match. That's rare for, for an NXT show. So yeah. All right. Well, when we get back, we've got the whole WWE pay-per-view schedule for the whole next year. So 
Uh, stick with us, and we're going to play a quick commercial, and we'll be right back. I promise it's coming. It just takes a second to load the commercial. <laughs> if you love the Daily Wrestling News Show, then I want to tell you how you can support us. First, check out BodySlamClothes.com. You can get a variety of shirts for just $20, and all of them come in the super soft style, and the price you see includes all sizes and shipping. Get 10% off two or more shirts with the promo code SHIRTS10. Go to BodySlamClothes.com right now to check it out. And join Joey Jarzenka, Ian Schreier, and Robert Luca on Friday nights for the Primetime Rundown. They take you through the world of sports, and the show kicks off each Friday at 7 p.m. on the Eastern Observer. And each Tuesday, Al Carl hosts the Essential Wrestling Podcast alongside John Smith, myself, John DeConi, and Gary Mahaffey. It's another week of updates and highlights in the world of wrestling. Here are analysis on who we think is going to win the week's matches. Coverage begins at 6 p.m. on the Eastern Observer. Pro Wrestling Pick'em. It's a place where you can join or host a pick'em league to test your predictive skills in the world of pro wrestling. Create an account and join a league now at ProWrestlingPick'em.com so you can play against your friends or play against the universe. And the Body Slam Brigade newsletter, currently going out to over 4,200 people each Friday. It consolidates all the top stories in professional wrestling into a quick-to-read email written by me for you for free. Sign up now at BodySlamBrigade.com. And of course, this show, the Daily Wrestling News Show. We're here every day, Monday through Thursday, and occasionally on Friday. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, or watch us live on Facebook and YouTube at 10 a.m. This is the Daily Wrestling News Show, and we thank you for your support. Okay, into the headlines portion of the show, and John Smith, WWE has released their SmackDown ring announcer, Greg Hamilton. Greg Hamilton, to me, I probably was most notoriety for being the guy who introduced Shane McMahon as the best in the world. Okay. And was he the current announcer yeah. that, like, from this past SmackDown? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. So do, do we know who the whose replacement's going to be? No. We have no idea. And uh, he was even in Saudi Arabia. So he he took the big, long trip, came home, got his pink slip. <laughs> you know, so. hey, maybe, maybe he did something... Something we don't know about if it's if it was that sudden, you know. Yeah, the the only the things that have come up recently is he, I, and I don't know if it's related, um, but he was threatening rapper Westside Gun on Instagram for sampling his voice in his rap song, and he essentially kept saying that the WWE lawyers are going to be coming after him and stuff like that. So he was kind of using the um, company to to advance a vendetta so it could be that wwe hated that <laughs> my, my dad could beat your dad up so like, no you're punished now don't say that <laughs> yeah. well who knows wwe may have given him permit given west side gun permission to use greg hamilton's voice so well, i'd like to see the girl from nxt replace him she's great she, isn't she? she is she is awesome yeah she was like made to do that job yep yep was she doing halloween havoc last night i don't even remember Good question. <laughs> I don't know if she was. I wonder because because usually when she is, I you know it's very noticeable. Like you you don't miss her. And I, now I'm saying that maybe we missed her, but um, maybe she did get called up. So yeah, I'm checking out right now. Actually, okay. Well, while you're doing that, I will let everybody know that WWE filed for a new trademark, and it's for a familiar name, Undertaker. 
Believe it or not, they didn't own Undertaker all these years. Undertaker debuted in 1990 for WWE, and they did, they're filing for the trademark here in 2021, almost 31 years later. So, yeah, that's curious to me. Maybe they just maybe they owned it and they had to reapply. There is a situation where, like, you, when you trademark things, you trademark them for certain. I think uh, it's like 25 products. years. Yeah. So well, you would... trademark for certain product groupings too. So you know, this was for uh, merchandise and stuff like that. They maybe they owned it for other things like, gotcha. I don't know, carrying people to the grave or something. <laughs> so uh, also, WWE started advertising Walter for their SmackDown UK tour, which is funny because last night I was on the uh, Essential Wrestling podcast. I was giving uh, Gary a hard time to as asking him where the F was Walter. So I guess we know now he was getting ready for his SmackDown tour in the UK. I don't think that, I don't know if that means that he'll be touring with SmackDown when they return to the States or anything, but he's over there and he's a big name in the UK. So I guess they're going to use him there. Hey, we could always hope. Yeah. Well, it'd be interesting. The the, the person I haven't seen them advertise that would be interesting is uh, Davey Boy Smith Jr. Because they've got him under contract. They used him in one dark match. I thought that he might get drafted, but he's kind of like missing in action. He's in like wrestling purgatory right now. So. Wasn't he in WWE like a long time ago too? Yeah. 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 That's where, I mean, that's probably where he got most, his most fame. And then he went on, did independence. He was a big star in major league wrestling. And he actually was a tag team partner of Lance Archer in uh, new Japan. They were the killer elite squad as part of um, Suzuki goon. So so yeah, yeah. that's all you got to do is like take two adjectives and put them together in Japan. We're yeah. the killer elite squad. There we go. <laughs> yeah, and, and yes, Alicia Taylor was announcing last night. We're just oh. so used to her, we didn't notice. Darn it. Well, maybe she'll be. Uh, where's SmackDown tomorrow or tomorrow or Friday night? I don't know. I'm sure she can get there from Orlando. Okay, and then WWE announced recently their 2022 pay per view schedule. And it includes a, a Labor Day show that may or may not go head-to-head with All Out. So here's what we have so far. January 1st, day one from the State Farm Arena in Atlanta. January 29th, Royal Rumble at the Dome at America's Center in St. Louis. April 2nd and April 3rd, WrestleMania at AT&T Stadium in Dallas. So WrestleMania is confirmed as a two-night event. May 8th, pay-per-view at the Dunkin' Don'ts. Dunkin' Donuts Center in Providence, Rhode Island. June 5th, a pay-per-view at the Allstate Arena in Chicago. July 2nd, Money in the Bank at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. July 30th, SummerSlam at the Nissan Stadium in Nashville. September 3rd or September 4th, that's Labor Day weekend, it's a pay-per-view at a TBD location. And then Survivor Series, November 26th at the TD Garden in Boston. So... Full lineup there, John. The thing that you pointed out right away is what's SummerSlam doing in July? You know, that's yeah, crazy. SummerSlam is always like a birthday celebration for me. My birthday is August 19th. So if you look at the history, they probably had like three or four of them on my birthday. It's always like right around there. So yeah, it's very curious. This is three weeks early at least. Sometimes they do even do it like on the 29th or 30th of August. Yep. There's so there's a few months missing too. Like there's no February, there's no March. Now Royal Rumble is January 29th, so it's like really like at the very end of January. 
and then summer and then wrestlemania is april 2nd so it's at the very beginning of april and uh when i, th I believe several news outlets reached out to WWE, and they kind of confirmed that they're going to be in saudi in february and october so that kind of gives them their pay-per-view in those months so you missed the march um yeah we might get a little like road to wrestlemania thing pay-per-view yeah weeks beforehand or a month beforehand to set up like the other title match that for the yeah. non-rumble match wrestlemania pre-lash <laughs> royal rumble backlash yeah right. yeah that, the gall of them to list sunday may 8th as pay-per-view <laughs> unnamed when we know it's going to be wrestlemania backlash <laughs> <Come on. laughs> and then uh i, I mentioned the pay-per-view uh sunday Either Saturday, September 3rd, or Sunday, September 4th. That's Labor Day weekend. AEW would typically run the Sunday show. Um, so it'll be interesting to see whether WWE decides to go head to head or they decide to run the same, just run the same weekend in a different place. Or they could do the real, the real screw job and run in the same city. That would be yeah. unbelievable. Same I would city, a uh, different night. Yeah. Same city, different night. Yeah, they, if they did like, if WWE did Saturday and AEW did Sunday, or yeah, even vice versa, or God forbid they do the same night in the same market, um, <laughs> I don't think that'll be good for anybody. So. I, if they did the same day as each other, I think it wouldn't serve either of them well. Neither. You know, it doesn't doesn't make sense. I mean, I think it would serve AEW worse because you have to pay fifty five, sixty bucks to watch that show, and we're already all paying for the Peacock Network, so we might. Like even the even like half of AEW's like truthers might say, uh, you know what? I'll I'll find it for free tomorrow and I'll watch WWE tonight since I'm already paying for it. So yeah, that is the risk. So yeah, I don't know. It'd be interesting to me if they ran the same market because a lot of people go in and and they they go in for the whole weekend and they're like this past year there was a whole lot of independents that were running starting on like thursday so um because they like in aw this year they did wednesday chicago friday chicago and then this sunday they did their their all-out show in chicago so there was independents that were scattered all around that schedule so okay. now maybe throw a wwe show in there too and you really got a whole week of stuff. Yeah, and then you got raw on monday night and that's labor day so people are off so yep yep good point so it'll be interesting to see what happens there um, New Japan announced a new YouTube series that will mostly be news and highlights, but it'll also include one exclusive match, and that show debuts on November 1st. So add one more show to the rotation. Yeah, at least it's just one match, so you just have to watch like 10, 15, 20 minutes, depending on what it is. Exactly, exactly. That's the hope anyway. All right, tonight like we, we love we, we love wrestling so much, but then we complain that there's more wrestling to watch because yeah, it's just it. like <laughs> it's become a job. Like even though we do this, like, it's become <laughs> a job just to watch it to get it all in. I know. Yeah. Uh, like so tonight, the pre-show, as I always call it, for Dynamite is Major League Wrestling. They have uh, starting at seven o'clock on YouTube their show, and they have two Opera Cup matches. It's TJP versus Alex Shelley. Which should be a great match, and then Bobby Fish versus Lee Moriarty, which we actually saw on Dynamite not that long ago. So it'd be interesting to see if they, or not Dynamite, it was the buy-in for Rampage. It'll be interesting to see if Lee Moriarty gets the win here on this show. So, wait, what show is this? Is this AEW? 
MLW Fusion. Oh, MLW. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know ML, that TJP was in MLW. Yes, TJP has been. Yeah, he's he's uh, a mainstay there. He's often wrestles there. So he's a really busy guy because he's in. He wrestles frequently for Impact, frequently for Major League Wrestling, and frequently for New Japan. So because he's a he's an LA Dojo guy. He was trained by in New Japan. So. Yeah, he's and he's still a young kid too. So get it all in while you can. You don't want to be working like this when you're forty. Work like this when you're in your mid twenties. Oh, he's not in his mid twenties. <laughs> DJP? Yeah, no, he's he's in his uh, upper thirties actually. No way, really? Yeah, I thought yeah. he was like you know like super young when he won the cruiserweight championship in oh, the no. WWE. It's kind of the opposite. Uh, he is born September third, nineteen eighty four really so he's our age <laughs> yeah holy crap okay never mind <laughs> all I mean, right so do, do it while you're still in good shape then you know i'll modify my, <laughs> my well statement. he it yeah so it, the story was actually kind of like he was a, like a 12 or 15 year veteran <laughs> at the time and he'd been working he'd been working since he was 18 or whatever so maybe that's where maybe, the, maybe i thought that he was 18 <laughs> Yeah, because he still looked super young, even though yeah. he was the same age as me. Yeah. So uh, AEW Dynamite tonight back in their normal slot, so you don't have to go shopping around on the weekend to try to find them. Sammy Guevara is going to be defending the TNT Championship against Ethan Page. CM Punk versus Bobby Fish. The Dark Order versus the Elite in a eight-man tag. TBS Championship Tournament. Serena Deeb versus Hikaru Shida. So we'll see if Shida can get her 50th win. World title eliminator tournament continues with John Moxley versus Preston Vance of the Dark Order. And Maxwell Jacob Friedman will be in action. So there is your lineup. Yeah, pretty stacked show tonight. Yeah, what is that? Six matches? Yep. Yeah, six. With a championship match and two tournament matches. So that's pretty good. Yep. Should be a good night of wrestling. Yeah, I haven't watched AEW live in a while because they haven't been on Wednesdays. So I, know, I haven't been able to watch it on Saturday nights. Or, or I'm glad Friday. they're back in their slot. Yeah, that Saturday night stuff is brutal. Brutal on them too. I mean, the ratings, the rating sucks, and the show it sucks pulls a lot of uh, energy out of the show too. So even, even the Friday night slot is kind of brutal. Well, Friday night's tough for me. Like you, by the time you get there, you've already watched SmackDown for two hours, and you're like, you're kind of like sleeping because you did the whole work week so you know yeah so i get that for sure so i'm excited to have him back in their spot so john any words of advice this morning i do have a bit of self-serving advice for all you pwp fans out there that are on our website when it comes to nxt shows listen to this guy this is the guy who knows nxt 1.0 2.0 5.0 for the rest of my life, I'll be the NXT guru. I know I was talking bad about it yesterday. I just wanted to be the 1.0 guru, but they did me right yesterday by keeping the title on Champa. And man, you know, I picked right when with the Mandy thing. I don't think that she like needed to win it, but you know, listen to me when it comes to NXT picks. Oh, Braun Breaker will probably win the championship next week in a rematch. <laughs> And it's XT Halloween to Havoc Backlash next week. Brown break. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, for John, I am Ryan. We will see you tomorrow.
tomorrow. Uh, 